Newsbreak podcast. What sparked my interest in it is that, you know, that we've, we've recently seen like mass shootings happening, like two this month that happened one day after the next, uh, which was one in uh, El Paso and one in Dayton in America. What hasn't been spoken about is the link that it is with the taking of medication, antidepressants, many antidepressants. Like on a statistic wise, prior to the late 1980s, those shootings, you, you didn't hear much about them. There were no acts of census violence, which was unheard of in the late 80s. And then when they started bringing out antidepressants, the first one was uh, Prozac, and then there was a whole series of other antidepressants that came out of it. From that time on, the rate of mass shootings and census violence started to go up and up and up. It would be quite naive to say that uh, the use of antidepressants does cause violent behavior, but there seems to be some sort of correlation here. There's been studies on it and reports on it from the drug to the drug authorities. There's 27 drug warnings, which are like drug regulatory agency warnings, and 1,531 cases of drug-induced homicidal ideation. Ideation means it forms the idea or concept of committing violence or even committing suicide. One person might be taking the medication, nothing happens. In a large volume, you're going to have a small percentage which can actually like, act on it and make them actually feel that they want to commit suicide or make them feel they want to commit some form of shooting or murder. So this is where the, the concern is about now. We do often hear many stories of how antidepressants are detrimental to one's health. So uh, what then is the next option for a person who does suffer from depression? Depression, if you look at it from a medical point of view, they're more like a doctor. A lot of depression is actually related to chronic fatigue. And chronic fatigue comes from a lot of stress. So if a person is exhausted, tired, depressed, and hasn't been sleeping, that is a trigger for depression. So your first step is like, are you sleeping? If you're not sleeping and you're exhausted, go and have some sleep. Or You know, like some, I find new people with sleeping problems are nutrient uh, deficient. You know, just simply some uh, potassium, calcium, magnesium, vitamin B, vitamin B5, vitamin B1. These are the things to look at. Now, if you look at the person, on the individual person on himself now, he has an inner core of desires. He wants to feel to belong. He wants to be accepted. He wants to fit in, be admired, be happy and all these things. When you're under stress, you can't sleep and your hormones are not balanced and all that. You start feeling the, the, you know, the symptoms of depression, the blues and apathy. Now, when you put a person on antidepressants, it actually makes it worse because now it steals away the sensations that the person should be having. You know, it robs them of these sensations and feelings. What has happened with drugs is that it actually makes the person feel lifeless. So I'm saying do sleep and then find the nutrient deficiencies that I'll have. You know, go, and, go to a chemist, go to a pharmacy or go to a, a health shop or speak to a health practitioner and ask them about, you know, like improving on their, in, on their diet and improving on their nutrients, calcium, magnesium mainly and potassium and vitamin D. Vitamin D is go out in the sun and have some vitamin D. These things can actually help, you know, like reduce the, the depression feelings that are coming. Newsbreak, Lotus FM, powered by SABC News.